a series of messages where we're talking through the purposes, and, and uh, today we're talking about uh, the purpose of fellowship, uh, although I, you know, I'm not going to use that word a, a ton, we're really going to talk about connection because that's really what it is. Now, I grew up in church as a little guy, um, and, um, and, and so if, if fellowship as a word was ever used, it actually was translated uh, from the Greek, it meant potluck, all right? Uh, no, that was, uh, it, it didn't, but that's really what it meant growing up in church, man. It meant we were having food after church. That's really, really what it was. But there's so much, you know, more depth to, to fellowship. It's really the, the centering around scripture, right? And, and the idea that we, that we break bread, right? The scriptures together and we grow together and we challenge one another and we serve together. There's, there's so much more to it. And we really want to be able to create this, this idea of a, of a culture of connection here at North Point Church where, where everything matters because you matter. And because you matter as a result of you mattering and you playing your role, then I get to matter, right? And so I need you and you need me. And you're going to hear that repeated really throughout because we ultimately need each other. We're, we're created in that way. As a matter of fact, you write that down. That's your first feeling. Let's just jump in. That we were created for connection. God didn't create us to do life alone. We were created for connection. Romans chapter 12 and verse 5 says this. Even though we are many individuals, look around, right? Look around the room right? You already saw all the gym fanatics, right? Look around and, and then you see we're all, you know, many individuals, but check this out. Christ makes us one body. Isn't that rad? Christ makes us one body and individuals who are what? Circle this word on your outline, connected, connected to each other. Like we were created to do life alone. Now, some of you are sitting there, you're like this. You're like, I'm not circling anything, <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, no, right. You know why? Because you can do it all on your own. You got it, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to listen to you, you know, right? So, hey, relax, all right? Relax. Let's, everybody raise their hands. Remove your fingers like this for me, all right? Yeah, it's like a worship thing, all right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, some of you are like, I don't raise my hands in church. You just did. So here's the idea. Here's the idea in all of this. Like, like we are many individuals, yes, but God didn't intend us to function that way. He, he created us to function together as one body, right, connected to each other. Now, it's amazing that we live in a time of connectivity, right? As a matter of fact, I brought my phone out because, you know, it's amazing that, that we have these phones and we're, we're so connected. We can be connected all over the world right now. Right? I can, I can communicate with my friends in Kenya and it's evening there and I can communicate with them. Matter of fact, some may even be tuning in just because they watch our online services, right? And we can be so connected. And isn't it amazing that, that, that we, you know, when something's not working on our phone, we look at those bars up top, don't we? Right? And we're like, oh, I've got crummy service, right? And it's frustrating. Matt, you know what I know what's most frustrating is when you have five bars of anything and it still stinks right? It's like, don't give me five bars if my service is going to stink, right? Give me one. I don't care if it's LT. I don't care if it's G. I don't care if it's GT plus Q. I don't know, but I, I don't like it. If, if I've got five, I expect it to be good. Don't you? Yeah. And, and yet, you know, then we, then we use these things. And, and, and uh, as a matter of fact, right now on my screen, it just came up weekly report available. We don't want to look at that right now. Okay. All right. 
But, but here's the crazy, we, we use social media, so many of us. And, and, and in social media, it's like this crazy idea. I, I was looking up this, this just information on social media. Like the top reasons that people are on Facebook are to see what my friends are up to and number two, to relieve boredom. Now, I wanna point out that those two reasons right there really do prove out that we are created to do life together because without others, we're bored. And, and yet the problem is we're trying to substitute real human connection, right, with something like that, that's not real, right? We're, we're trying to look into other people's lives. The truth is when, when, when you look and you see your friends are out doing something and you're at home in your pajamas, you're not happy for them, right? You're like, where's the invite? How many of you have ever typed that as a comment on somebody's picture? Where's the invite? Raise your hand. I have. Thanks for the invite, bro, right? And bro is just a nice way of being like, you stupid jerk, right? <laughs> right? I mean, you know, so like six of us raised our hands. Oh, okay, the rest of you are so connected, right? Okay, I get it. And so here, here, here's the, the, the crazy thing, but, but you can write this on your outline, but the ultimate strength ultimately is found in connection and being connected with one another, being connected with, with, with God. That's his ultimate strength. Like it's this beautiful idea. As a matter of fact, in Ecclesiastes chapter four and verse nine, it says two people are better than one for they can help each other succeed. And I just want to pause there for a second and say, you know, like, like, is that not a beautiful idea? Like, I need you in my life so that I can succeed. I don't succeed without you playing your role. And you don't succeed without me playing my God-given role. Like, we need each other. And so we can sit there as skeptics and, and then think, yeah, but you don't even know who I am. I don't, but when you're not doing your role, I know something's missing. Right? You ever played on a team before? Right, so this is, this is that, that idea. Like, like, it goes on and says, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. Right, but if someone who falls alone, they're in real trouble. Now, just this morning, I was reminded of a story. I maybe have shared it before. We were at Bass Lake, all my family, we were at Bass Lake at some friend's cabin and, and um, and uh, everybody had gone up to eat dinner and, and Kev was down below, you know, uh, wiping the boats down and everything. And, and after getting wipe, wiping the ski boat down, I moved over to the pontoon because people left their towels and everything wadded up. And, you know, if somebody's not responsible to lay the towels out, we're just gonna have wet and moldy towels tomorrow. So anyway, guess who's responsible? <laughs> You're looking at him. So I'm over there. And so I go to get up on this, the front of this pontoon, but it's pulled up on the shore. And I get, I go to, and I put my foot up on the boat. Somehow or another, the boat started to move away from shore. Now, me and my incredible athleticism, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but as I did this, I'm about to fall right now, as I did this, I somehow like twisted in midair. It was this beautiful gymnastics routine, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and, uh, and I twisted, and as I fell, I banged my shin on the front of the boat three different times, boom, boom, boom. That's how fast my gymnastics move ultimately was. That's why I know it was a good one, because they do that fast, right? Boom, boom, boom. And as I lay there, 300 plus pounds in the water and on shore, I felt like a beached whale, okay? I'm in pain, and then I look around, 
because I was like, I hope nobody saw that, right? It doesn't matter how much pain you're in. You're gonna look around and be like, I hope nobody saw that, right? Nobody. So I crawl my way up on the boat. Now like an army soldier, right? Only because I can't stand on my leg. I crawl to the back of the boat where my phone was. I call up to the cabin. When I say call up to the cabin, this is a waterfront cabin. So I call up to the cabin, I call my brother-in-law. You might know him, his name's Ronnie uh, McDougal. And uh, I said, hey, I'm hurt, don't tell anybody, just come down to the boat. Hang up, I look up, and 14 people came out of the house. <laughs> huh. Yeah, not the connection I needed, right, right touche though, right? You okay? Like I would have made a phone call if I was okay. Here's the reality. I just needed somebody. I needed help up. I needed to know that my leg wasn't broken. I wasn't sure. I was in pain. I had these large lumps and then, you know, I was just like, oh my gosh, right? So all was good, all was good. It was, it was fine, you know, kind of thing. Here's the reality. Sometimes we just need somebody, right? Can I even, can I even change that phrase? We always need somebody, right? We always need, hey, I, I found this great video years ago. I searched for it the other day. I found it again. It may not even be a great quality, but check this out. This is all about good, good friends right here. Is it, is it, here it is, it's really good. Oh, good Lord. It was, it was a really good, it was gonna make my point. It's not gonna make my point. Okay, that no, it's good. But it would have been good to have somebody have my back right there, okay? <laughs> All right, so we'll have that for next service. I know we're gonna have that for next service because I saw the email chain. So anyway, it was a great video about good friends. But anyway, you can just pretend in your head for a second, okay? All right, moving on, let's regather, okay. The reality is that we're created to connect, man. And, and what ultimately hurts our ability to connect, it really is a struggle, is our own mindset, right? It's, it's how we view things. You write this down. We, we think things like, I can do it all alone, right? We think things like that. I, I can do it all alone. I'm not gonna ask for a show of hands, but, but it'd be the greater show of hands if I said, do you know anybody in here right now that thinks they can always do it alone? Yeah, and a bunch of spouses would be raising their hands, right, you know, kind of thing. I, you know, some even raised their hands. I didn't ask for a raise of hands. Some raised their hands, they did this, right? But that's what happens. Like, we have this mindset that we can do, I got this. How many of you have ever said that? I got this. Yeah, I got this, you know, kind of thing, right? I don't, even, I don't even honestly know how many occupations in this world that are like solo, right? Where you just do it all by yourself, you know, kind of thing. You're connecting, you're at least connecting with other people in business or, or, or on a sports team, right? It, it's like that, that idea of team, you have teammates. Everybody doesn't play the same position, but we're all on the same team, right? You know, kind of thing. And, and that's the, the beautiful concept. I remember as a, as a child growing up, if, if my friends weren't around, you know, this is how I played baseball out in the street, right? I'd throw the ball up and hit it, right? It's the greatest hitter. I had like an 800 batting, you know, average. It was incredible, you know, kind of thing, 
right? Matter of fact, I played football by myself at times. Matter of fact, me, me and one of my buddies, we played one-on-one -on -one football. <laughs> Is that not amazing? Like you get to be the quarterback and the receiver all at the same time, all right? Yeah, long before these quarterbacks became scrambling quarterbacks, I was a scrambling quarterback in my front yard, right? You know, you fade back to pass and then you throw it up in the air and then you'd run past the other guy and you'd catch. It was amazing, right? But you know how much more it was amazing when you actually got to play with a team, right? When, when people actually were good at positions, isn't that crazy? Here, here's one. How many of you guys played baseball when you were young? Baseball, softball? Anybody? Yeah. yeah. When I was young, uh, first of all, when I was young, if you wore black cleats, you, you were kind of a dork. <laughs> all right. I don't know why that, why that just came to me, but it just did. Some of you are like, I wore black cleats. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm talking like in the 70s though, okay? So, you know, maybe it's different now. But, but check this out. Amazing, amazing to me that, that growing up, if you played right field, you typically, were, you put your weakest person in right field. But you know, right fielders in, in, in the game of baseball are actually like one of the strongest players on the entire team. They usually have the best arm, the strongest arm on the entire, uh, on the entire team. You ever seen Aaron Judge, you know, young guy who went to Fresno stage with the Yankees, set a home run record and all that kind of stuff this year, you know, uh, but they did get swept by the Astros. But anyway, uh, have you ever seen him catch a ball deep against the wall and then literally throw a guy out at third base? Like it one hops, it's just, it's incredible. See, when you learn your position, you play the most valuable role imaginable. But when you always want somebody else's position, it's always gonna be like, ugh, it just doesn't fit. Because we have a spot, we have a role, and we can't do it alone. One of the other negative mindsets that we have that, that really holds us back is, is the idea that we learn best on our own. Right, we learn best on our own. That, that, that's like saying, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, you, you do you. You do you, bro. Right? Yeah. Me doing me nearly killed me, right? It's not about you doing you. It's about you playing the role that God has created you to play and he's gifted you to play, that your life experiences actually play into your strengths. I'm not proud of the decisions of my past, but those decisions still play to my strengths now because they've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, and so now all of a sudden, my past isn't just ugly, my past has been changed. And now all those lessons get to be used now for the now and in the future. Now, did God have a plan A for my life? Yes, he did. And was it far better than plan, I don't know, Q or whatever we got to? I don't, you know, yes, plan A was much better. But wherever you're at today, God wants to take you in this moment. And he wants to teach you that you, you don't learn best on your own. You need others. And when you, when you begin to find your, your stride in that, you'll find the value and, and, and you'll want even to desire that in a greater way. So we don't learn best on our own. And then the third one is sometimes in our minds, we just feel like we don't belong. We just don't belong, man. We just, we don't fit, you know? And, and this, is, this is a negative mindset. 
God has a greater plan for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 says this in verse 15, if the foot says I'm not part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If your whole body were an eye, let's just think of that for a second. If your whole body was an eye, <laughs> right? Now, does that mean an eyeball? Does that include the eyelid? I don't know, I don't know. If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? I don't know, but you can see really good. <laughs> but if your whole body was an ear, how would you smell anything? I don't know, but you'd hear everything, and some of us need that gift, okay? Right, how many of you could use some help hearing? Yeah, how many of your husbands need some help hearing? Yeah, okay, all right. How many of your wives need some help hearing? Okay, all right, just thought I'd mm, throw that one in there, man. Like, that's up to you what you do with it, man, all right? That's completely, up to you. I'm not in your car driving home, okay? So, you know, you, you gotta do what you gotta do in that moment. But, 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 you know, this is the idea. If your whole body was in here, how would you smell anything? But check this out. It says, but our bodies have many parts. Isn't that amazing? And God has put each part, listen to this, underline this, check this out. If you haven't done anything yet, get your pen out. Here we go. Underline this. But look, at God has put each part just where he wants it. Isn't that crazy to think? Matter of fact, if today is your first day here, God has you here right where he wants you. Hey, and if you've been here for the last 30 years at this place showing up every Sunday, guess what? God has you exactly where he wants you right now. And so here's the beauty of it, right? God puts us right where he wants us. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. We need what? Each other. We need everybody, right? Look to the person next to you and say, hey, I need you. That's not a pickup line, all right? That is not, if you just made that awkward, that is totally your fault, okay? It's ridiculous. You're at church, all right? So, so we need we need each other, we need to be connected, and ultimately as we get connected, then our responsibility becomes helping others get connected. Like, like uh, you know, understanding that, that life isn't about being alone. So how do we ultimately help others connect? The first thing, elementary, elementary, my dear Watson, I think that was a famous line from some dead person. Anyway, uh, here we go, number one is to be connected yourself. But you can't help somebody else connect when you're not connected. You can't pretend to be connected, right? Like, it just, it doesn't work. So there, there's no pretend in all of this, man. I mean, here's the reality, man. Like, like I, I start questioning, are, are you in a life group here at, at North Point Church? Are you in a study? Or, we have men's and women's studies that are gonna be starting up, right? You can go online and you can get signed up for those, those studies. Uh, Pastor Ben's starting to, and you say, well, these, these are studies, right? But these are great places to what? Start getting connected, right? 
We, we do these studies so that you can ultimately be learning God's word and ultimately growing and connecting. And then what? Ultimately forming groups and becoming life groups. You're doing life together. I just came back from Pismo Beach, our annual, it's not a vacation because if you think vacationing with like 40 people, all right, in a, in a group is a vacation, it's not a vacation, all right? It's madhouse, right? But over the years, our life group started doing vacation together. My wife calls it vacation, so God bless you, sweetheart, all right? We just got off a super low-key, super stressful vacation, if that makes any sense whatsoever, all right? Now, now here's the idea. Five, five camping trailers, Pismo Coast Village, right? Uh, people everywhere. People are showing up to dinner at our campsite. We don't even know who they are. We just were like, oh, they must be part of that other group next door. I don't even know, right? Because our, our life group evolved into more than just getting together, reading the scriptures and, 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 and praying together. We, we've literally watched our kids grow up together, right? And now we do trips in January. We do trips, you know, in, in, in the summertime. Why? And, and, and I make fun because it, it, it's truly not a vacation for me. I didn't come back relaxed. I came back a day early stressed out. <laughs> you know? I, I was preaching today, man, I, uh, super, super cool. Get to, my wife and I get to leave in the morning, early morning tomorrow to leave for Israel and uh, for our first time. And so I'm over in Pismo, you know, going, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do, man. I can't handle this anymore. I'm tapping out, right? But, but can, I, can I just tell you the, the big idea? Like you don't know where those connections are going to go. It, we, we didn't start a, a, a group and, and start connecting as friends with the idea that we we're gonna vacation together. We started because our pastor challenged us, man, to start doing a Bible study together. Get in a group. So we just did it. We didn't know what we were doing. We just did it, right? And hear how life has evolved. And I think that's the beautiful picture, man. So we've got to be connected ultimately ourselves as that first step. And then the second, second component really is to do your part. Do your part. Like, like that's that beautiful thing. Ephesians 4, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Listen, as each part does its own work. Let's pause Let's make sure we have our pins. Let's go back to that. Let's underline that. Let's circle that. Put a box around it. Whatever you do, whatever your, your personality does, right? Each part does its own work. Listen, when each part does its own work, let's continue reading. It helps other parts what? Grow. Isn't that crazy? When you do your part, you're helping other parts to grow. So... Let's do this common sense thing. Let's back up. When you're not doing your part, you're hurting other people, right? So, so check this out. So each part does its own work. It helps other parts grow so that the whole body is what? Healthy. Isn't that awesome? When, when, we're, when we're connecting with God and with others, when we're doing our part, we're helping others to grow, and as a result, the whole body together is healthy, right? This is, this is a trippy thing, because sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to another church because, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like this church, I don't think this church is, you know, whatever. There's a great chance the thing you don't like about the church that you're leaving is you,
Now that's easy for us all to say, we're sitting here right now. Until you get ticked at me and leave later. I'll be in Israel for two weeks, so send all email correspondence to ronniemcdougal at northpoint.org, <laughs> all right? <laughs> and then we'll talk when I get back, all right? Maybe I'll come to the church you're going to now. All right, so, so look at, so you gotta be connected yourself and you gotta do your part, right? He makes his whole body fit together perfectly. There's so much about this passage, right, that you need to underline and circle and put stars next to, right? He fits it together perfectly. You guys ever done a puzzle that's just really difficult and, and you start getting frustrated and you start trying to make parts fit? And they kinda do, but deep down inside you know it actually doesn't. And you're like, I'm gonna make this fit. The picture may turn out ugly, but it, it fit, okay? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Why? As each part does its own work, it helps other parts. Let's just read this scripture together. Can we do that together? All right, check it out. Uh, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own work, it helps other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Isn't that a great passage? Maybe that's one you need to pin on your fridge. Stick to the dash of your car. Put it on your mirror. Maybe this is the scripture for the year for you that you just need to be reminded why it's so critical to be connected to God and others, right? That you have a role to play in this. This isn't just about how do I get served, but it's like, how can I serve, right? It, it's, it's such a, a beautiful picture in all of it, right? And then, then, then the, the last thing you can write down is, is that we need to love others. That's what it really concludes with. We need to love others, man. We're gonna be growing and full of love, man. Love others. That, that's how we help others connect, is by loving others. Talking to people, man. Hey, what's up? Hey, my name's Kevin, how are you, you know? Right? Making connections. Hey, have you signed up for study yet? Hey, you gonna, hey I, got a, I got a life group, you wanna be involved? You know, all these sorts of things. Look at what it says in 1 John chapter four. It says, and he's given us this command. Check it out, this command. This command command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Hmm. It's a command, right? So there's so much for us to get after this new year. And so listen, the greatest connection that you could ever, ever have is to be connected with Jesus Christ as your personal savior. To recognize that without him, you're empty. Without him, you, you cannot connect to the holy God. Like, like it, it took him sacrificing his life on a cross for your sins, for you to have the opportunity, this beautiful opportunity, this gift. We just came out of Christmas where it's all about giving gifts, right? And he says, I got this incredible gift for you. It's my son who paid the price for your baggage. The scriptures call that sin. But that's, that's not to make you feel like crud. That's to bring the ultimate joy to your life to know that by accepting him as your savior, receiving that free gift, that your life will be changed forever. Not only your eternity, but your now. Does it mean it'll be perfect? <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> 
Let's just be real clear, no. But it means this. You will have ultimately plugged into the, the power source that created you. And without him, you have no power. It's all made up. And that's why you're burning out. That's why you're dragging. That's why you feel like it's the first of the year and I can't even make new goals, man, because it's just another year. What's gonna be different about this one? Can I tell you this? Jesus in your life will make everything different. So first and foremost, that's the connection you need. For those of you that may know Jesus as your personal savior, I wanna challenge you to make sure that you're connected to the body of believers here at North Point Church, that you're, that you're serving in, in, in ways that you're, that you're benefiting, right, in helping the body to grow, that you're in groups and study groups and, 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 and life groups, doing life together because it's so valuable and critical, not only for you, but for me, right? And for those sitting around you. And yet, every Sunday of every year, there's always plenty of Christian people who come in and come out thinking they already have it all fixed and they miss the mark. Don't miss it today. Don't miss it today. I'm gonna pray right now. And uh, if you need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, I pray that you just talk to God like you'd talk to anybody. It's not about your words. The, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit takes what your heart is trying to communicate and communicates it perfectly to God. <laughs> so it's not about how or what you say. It's about you asking him to forgive you of your sins. That you believe that he died for you and that you wanna live for him. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and for the, the goodness that you have produced in our lives. Thank you for salvation that we can, we can experience in, in knowing you in a personal way. That not only do we, do we spend eternity with you, Lord Jesus, but, but while here on earth, we're plugged ultimately into the, the source of power that, that gave us life and now every day breathes life into us. I ask God for those that are praying this, this time right now to accept you as their savior. And I pray God that the, They'll let somebody else know, right, so that we can help them grow. God, I pray for the, the, those that consider themselves to be Christians here today. I pray that uh, there's no laziness in 2023, that it's, a, it's about being connected and, and serving your kingdom for your purposes, that it's, it's not about us, it's everything about you, and that we can do this together. We can make a difference not only uh, here in Fresno, but in all the surrounding areas and this world too. Make this church a force to be reckoned with in the name of Jesus. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name, amen.